be aware of the inbounder here if you're filling. It's off the Leonard, defended by Simmons. Is this the tagger? Hello and welcome to the Backboard Podcast again. Um, there's only two of us this week, unfortunately. Uh, Cameron is moving in to his new uh, new crib, so it's just this week, James. Um, he's moving into a new place? Yeah, that's what he said in the group chat. So Oh, that's really exciting. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I moved back into my back to London this week. So um, I'm, I'm sorry if you do hear planes taking off in the background. I do live right next to an airport. So I'm sorry about that. Um, I'd also like to apologize because I have a feeling I might get interrupted by either my mom or my dad this episode. Well, I'm hoping it's your mum because she is a regular on the podcast now. Um <laughs> Way! I can hear her in the background. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's working. I um, just got out of school. Yeah, how uh, online school? I assume. Yeah, yeah. How's that going? Uh, I, I don't really have any idea how it works. No, yeah. So basically, you you get on a Zoom call, and you sit for eight hours a day. <laughs> really? And that's that's yeah, that's what we learned. That's awful. Been interesting in the NBA this week. <clears throat> we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, but we actually got some more requests on Twitter this week, and some of them, <clears throat> even though we are a basketball podcast, are about the M- uh, NFL. All so, right. Um, so we've got two teams people want us to talk about: the Jags and the Seahawks. Uh, that is really cool. I did not watch either of those games no neither did i but russell wilson is currently the best quarterback in the league yeah, kyler murray's really good so again sorry kyler murray's really good yeah i do prefer russell wilson though he did say this week um this week in the media that he said that he is the best quarterback in in the league and i believe him he put, he put it up. Um, the Jags, apparently they've got a big future. I haven't really, haven't seen any of their games recently. Have you? Uh, no. Uh, I really, my, my knowledge on the Jacksonville Jaguars goes as far as the good place. They won, by the way. So that is a bit surprising. Um, and they beat the Colts. Um, we should talk about our teams as well. Because... I've decided to retire as a New York Giants fan temporarily. Um, Good. I'll get onto that in a minute. How were the Washington football team this year? This week? Or well, they they lost. We rallied late game. We had a lot of really good plays, uh, especially by McLaurin. He was yeah. he was great for us that game. He almost had the best game of his career that game. I think he he it was his second best as far as just pure yardage. Really? Um yeah, he was he was fantastic. Um, but the main issue was especially early game, Dwayne Haskins. Yeah. And I really like his game. I think he has impeccable timing and is has a very high ceiling in the NFL. But the issue is 
he, he just really needs to work on his passing accuracy. That's a bit it's of like, an issue for a quarterback, mate. <laughs> yeah, I know. He has everything else. Like, could you imagine if, like, think of Magic Johnson, but every three passes, he just throws it out of bounds. So, Russell Westbrook. No, he's better than Russell Westbrook at passing. Russell Westbrook is good at passing. Come on, bro. I know um, he's good at passing, but... Um, so, you lost to the Cardinals, wasn't it? Uh, Yes. Um, was there anything positive in that? Um, Chase Young and Montez Sweat still look good. McLaurin obviously had a great game. I mean, it's only week two. We have we have fourteen games left. Playoffs, I actually not really hoping for them right now. I believe me, if we could make it, I would love to be in them. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're tied first in conference, but. Is this Chase yeah. Young's first year in the league? Yeah, he got he got drafted second overall to us uh, over quarantine. Yeah. Um, how long is his contract for? How do, I don't really know how contracts work in the NFL. Neither do I. Um, all I know is he had a gigantic signing bonus. Yeah. He did tweet uh, two days ago he loves his team. New he York, the New York... I mean, he's from the DMV. How is he? Yeah. So it's his hometown team. Yeah. He grew up liking the Washington. I guess back then they were the Redskins. Yeah. Um. So, do you have any idea how it was for me this week? Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't watch the Giants game, even though that's probably like the most ex- accessible sporting event in my area. Um, we lost seventeen thirteen to the Bears. That's rough. Um. More pressure was put on Jones than any of back in the league this week. We've got no. We, there's, there is no way that we we just can't protect him, and I don't understand why. Um, I really wish Cameron was here because the uh, Eagles. Saquon. Philadelphia sports is just so poverty. Uh, yeah, Saquon Barkley is out for the year. That's a bit depressing. Um, everyone just seemed like they were getting injured that game. Three or four went off injured in the end. It did look like we were making a comeback in the end, but nothing came of it. 17-0, we were down in the uh, first half. And it did. It's just not great. We're still a young team. I still think there's some positives there. Jones needs to stop making bad passes. Uh like you, obviously. He's, yeah. again, Dan, I feel like Daniel Jones has got everything except for um, consistent passing. Oh, He's... you know what I forgot to mention in our games, actually? What? Is that we also had some some pretty nice um, games from our two uh, other rookies, or two other major rookies, the, the Antonios, Antonio Gibson and Antonio Gandy-Golden. Yeah. They were both they were both good for us. Um, well, as good as you would want them to be. Saquon Barkley did something on Instagram this week. Um he, I don't I don't know what happened actually. I'll get that up in a minute. But um yeah. Do you want to talk about poverty sports? Sure. The Philadelphia Eagles, Philadelphia 76ers. I think even the Phillies have been doing pretty bad recently. Um, 
how much do you not want to be a Philadelphia sports fan? Um, I would never dream of it. It was I actually have a friend who is in Philadelphia, who is a big Philadelphia sports fan, all of the sports. And I just just knowing how bad they are, it's got to be rough. It is bad. They lost 37-19 against the Rams. Who's new? By the way, let's just talk about that. The new Rams logo is awful. It's horrendous. It's, it's as a graphic designer, I could do better than that. It's and I'm the, sure this dude was paid millions. hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions. Yeah, it was not. Yeah, good. because co- commercial licensing that would cost them so much. Yeah. Um. So, Philadelphia Eagles are not good, are they? No. There's moments where Carson Wentz actually looks like an MVP, though. That's the thing. But I just don't think, again, like the Giants, they just don't give him enough protection. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, this week's NFL breakdown. We struggle a bit with the NFL breakdown without Cameron. Sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, he's the main NFL guy on this Yeah, podcast. he is we our We just NFL watch guy. our team's games and pretty much nothing else. Yeah, so he's our NFL guy. Um, so, what do you want to start with? I'll um, let you decide that because we only had... Um, I think we're on game three of... Yeah, so yeah, we've only had five games uh, since our last podcast last week. Um, okay. Actually, I'll the tell Nuggets. you where we'll start. Well, I'll tell you where we'll start. Giannis won the second straight MVP. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That seems like ages ago. Um, I do actually want to talk about this a bit. Um... I'll start with you, James. How do you feel like... Do you feel like this is deserved? Oh, it entirely. MVP is obviously a regular season award, and I don't Just think... Shout that you out for make... the people at the back. Shout that out for the people at the back. MVP is a regular season award, and I don't think anyone in this league, you could even argue, had a better regular season than Giannis Antetokounmpo. No, no. Led his team to the first seed in the East and in the league. Yep. And put up monster numbers on, like... Not even like a full 36 minutes. Um, he averaged 32.5 minutes a game. Oh, no, this is 2013. No, sorry. 30.4 minutes a game, 29.5 points on 55% shooting. He shot 30% from three, 13 rebounds and for five assists. Yeah, those are insane numbers on its own. And if you adjust that per 36, it, they're even. that yeah. would probably push it up to like 27 points per game and 15 okay. rebounds all while being the best defender in the league. Yeah, you, you can't give it to anyone else. Yeah, I'll get his per 36 up now while uh, you say why LeBron shouldn't have won it and why people need to stop uh, discounting Giannis' season just because of his regular season. Or you mean postseason? Uh, postseason, postseason, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Giannis is just this incredible player that, his game is obviously very simple, and that's why he's been shut out of the playoffs the past couple of years, and I can explain that. And I want to go a little bit more in-depth, actually, about that. But Yeah, we could do that now, yeah. Um, I It's actually pretty much the same reason for why the Clippers, the Rockets, and the Bucks all lost. But Giannis is – LeBron shouldn't have won. I mean, the main arguments for him is like, oh, it's a 17th season in the league. He's 35. That's, that's it, not it doesn't matter. No, no. It's not. He's, he's, a, he's the number one guy 
on his team. They are number one. His, I'm not trying to say his numbers aren't rubbish, but they're not, oh my God, look at this in the regular season anymore because you can quite clearly see that when he plays in the regular season, he is pre- he's preserving himself so that he can go full-on LeBron in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? Certainly. Yeah. Um, so what, what is it you want to go in more depth on? So the reason that Giannis and the Bucks lost and the reason that Kawhi and the Clippers lost, and the reason James Harden, Russell Westbrook, and the Houston Rockets all lost in the second round is the following. In the playoffs, their offensive schemes are just... They're too, they're too simple. They're so easily countered. I mean, that's why you see... That's why you would see... Um, what do you call it? That's why you saw the Rockets take game one on the Lakers because Mike D'Antoni's offensive scheme worked, which is, you know, you have Russell Westbrook who's going to drive, you have James Harden who's going to shoot, and you have shooters around them, and they're just going to play ISO. Yeah. And it worked beautifully against them in the first game, right? As soon as the Lakers figured that out, which only took them one game, by the way. Yeah. Absolutely over. The Rockets didn't get another game. Okay. And the the Bucks' strategy is the exact same. You know, you give the ball to Giannis, he'll go up strong or he'll kick out to an open shooter if there is one. And he gets doubled, right? Yeah. So what you do in the playoffs is you put a wall around him and then he can't operate anymore. So that's what the Heat did because they have Jay Crowder and Bam Adebayo, two very physically imposing guys. Yeah. And then with the Clippers, their offensive scheme is – Doc Rivers' offense with the Clippers was basically this, you know. Kawhi is good at scoring. He's very good at basketball. Paul George is good at scoring. He's very good at basketball. I think the way the Clippers set out is you're going to let let Kawhi control the mid-range because, let's be honest, there's not very many people very good if not it's... What are you doing, James? Um, Something fell. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a week that goes by on this podcast where something doesn't go wrong. <laughs> it sounds like your whole house collapsed. Um, I can't even remember what I was saying. Now. Oh, yeah. So I think the way that the Clippers run their offenses, you let Kawhi control the mid-range because he's one of, if not the best mid-range shooter in the league. I might have Chris Paul above him, but that might just be biased. Um I also think they just let they try and let George uh, control the perimeter, and they just drive every now and then. They're not very uh, they don't drive very often in the Clippers team. Uh, no, yeah, their their game plan is literally you know Paul George is good at scoring, Kawhi Leonard's good at scoring. We'll let them do that on offense. Pro- yeah, in their strongest. And positions. then when they're not when they're not on, when they're not or not in the game, it's Lou Williams and Montrezl Harrell are very good at scoring. Let's let them score. Oh, and um, let's just hide behind our defense when stuff's not going well. Which actually yeah. worked. It worked for them. And um, I just want to say about the Clippers, I saw a tweet. I, I, it might have even been Skip Bayless and Shannon that said this, actually, on Disputed. Um, so sorry for this uh, terrible take that's about to come out. But the Clippers concentrated so much on building a team to beat the Lakers, they forgot about everybody else. 
I don't think that their roster was already pretty much constructed before the season began. They were just trying to, you know, they just got Kawhi Leonard and Paul George as a byproduct. And so what the aftermath was, was just the Clippers from last year with two superstars. Yeah. I don't think it was an anti-Lakers per se. I think that's the exact reason why Kawhi went to LA, but hey-ho. Uh, he made it. Oh, actually, we'll talk about that a little bit later. That's also in my notes. Uh, I want to talk about Kawhi and why it was a mistake for him to leave the Lakers. But um, You mean leave the Raptors? Leave the Raptors, yeah. So, anyway, with Giannis, okay, uh, there is no question that he deserved the MVP this year. LeBron had a great season. Do not get me wrong. He finished with 25-7-10. and 10. But... If Russell Westbrook gets 30, 10, and 10, then it went down to 27, 10, and 10, and I think it was 22, 10, and 10 last year, and he can't win the MVP, then these aren't MVP numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah. So, and, and don't get me wrong, just because he's not the MVP doesn't mean he's not the best player in the league. You have LeBron at number one in the league? Right now, yes, and I can't believe I'm saying that, but I'm and this is going to shock you. But LeBron's won the league, the MVP four times, yet. Yeah, he's won it four times, yeah. I think he's only ever been the best player in the league for maybe seven years. I think that's a terrible take, but in his career, and I think that was from year two to. First Miami Championship. And then KD won MVP. And then I think he became the best player in the league. And then Steph won MVP. And then he became the best player in the league. And KD went to the Warriors. And then he became the best player in the league. And Kawhi was the best player in the league last year. And then this year, I think he's also his best player in the year. Best player of the year. I'm going to be honest. I think LeBron has been the best player of the year for... 13 of his seasons. 13. And who do you... Not in his rookie year, not in the year KD won MVP, not in Steph's unanimous year, and not in um, his year with the Lakers. Other than that, I think he's been the best player in the league every year. Yeah, okay. That's your opinion. I can't agree with it, but... um... I can't. I don't have to agree with it, but yeah. So, so yeah, we we completely agree, and I'm pretty sure Cameron would as well, that, that Giannis was the MVP this year. Yeah. Okay. All right. So Giannis deserved an MVP. We talked about uh, All NBA last year, didn't last week, didn't we? We did. Okay. Um, me, so long ago since we recorded. Um, so let's talk about the playoffs. Um, you want to start with the Lakers, I assume. Lakers are winning everything. They're winning it all. Um, I'm not so sure right now. Um, so. They are 2-0 and up against the Denver Nuggets. Um, they won 126-114 in the first game. Um, I just They did a really good defensive job on Jokic and Jamal Murray. They cut them both down to 21 points, and Jokic only had six rebounds and two assists, and uh, Murray had five, and one assist, five assists, one rebound. So... I think that was the main point of that was the main focus of them. And you need Jeremy Grant, Paul Millsap, and Gary Harris to be averaging more than ten points a game in this series if you have a chance. Would you agree with that? Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and they, they, they just look like a better team uh, in, the first, in the first game, the Lakers. And then in game two, they just did some things, didn't they? And... It's not they. It's Anthony Davis. No, no, no. I mean, the Nuggets adjusted some oh, things. Yeah. And, I mean, it didn't get much output from the rest of the team. I mean, there was only three players in double figures, and that was MPJ with 15, Jamal Murray with 25, and Nikola Jokic with fifth, uh, 30. Um, but they looked by far, in my opinion, the better team in that game. And I've gotten for game, 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 uh, game three. Um, which is tonight, actually. So, what have you taken away from this series so far? That I'm bad at pick Oh, on the subject of that, the punishment <laughs> is coming. Um, do you want to tell them the punishment now? Um, so, I, I'm still trying to work out logistically. Yeah, we, we, we should have sorted this out before we decided what the punishment... Before, but yeah, basically the punishment but is... We're... What right now it's looking like is my brother, my little brother, is just going to throw uh, wiffle balls at me as hard as he can every what time balls? I get a question mark. Wiffle balls. What's a wiffle ball? Uh, they're like plastic baseball baseballs with holes in them. Ah, uh, do so they hurt? Yes. Oh, that's good. Um, sadistic. So it originally started as eggs, but go mob his mum because she doesn't want him wasting food. Um, then it went to water balloons, but you couldn't find any water balloons. Then it went to a hose pipe, but that one just seemed terrible. So what he's got to do is... Yeah, that's to, not really a punishment. He's got to answer 12 questions and uh, to do with the Minnesota Timberwolves. And, Dude. yeah. Oh, God. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get so many wrong. Um, should have picked a good team. Um, he's not ready for the face reveal yet, are you, mate? No. But... Uh, it's uh, it's going to be a good one. I'm glad we're doing the pickums. Um, we're going to start off the pickum again next week when Cameron's back. Hopefully, um, I'm still gonna. I still need to talk to him about doing uh, episodes after every finals game, but uh, we'll see about that. I'm also thinking about maybe we should do live. Um, we should start doing some YouTube videos as well, but we'll see. Um, Brandon, we'll see what we can do. Yeah. Uh, what episode is is this? Uh, episode nine. I might do one at a hundred. Huh? I might do a face reveal at episode a hundred. So in two years. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So you heard that here first. Fifty at fifty. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll see do fifty because me and Cameron have already done our face reveals on our pro on our private Twitter. So. Yeah, but that's that's different. He's going to reveal his face and he's going to be Peter, 47, from Pennsylvania. <laughs> That's exactly why I'm trying to <laughs> so the then... fact that I am a 47-year-old man in Pennsylvania named Peter. <laughs> um, so, Denver Nuggets. We always get a bit sidetracked. Um, do, 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 do you think they've got at least a chance? Because I still think they're very much in this series. At least a chance to what? Take a game? No, I think they're still very much in the series. I think they proved that last game. Um, okay, let's just quickly mention it now. It was a fantastic play. Yeah? Yeah. Um, for the Anthony Davis. It was terrible. What was Plumley doing on that play? 
Have you seen that? No, I oh yeah, I did, I did, I did. Where he just wasn't defending Anthony Davis for the game. Tough, yeah, and he got in and Nikola Jokic had to scramble over. So that's on Plumley. Um it's a bad one, but if we know they, we know that we know that in a game seven because of that. Like if that would have made them a finals appearance, I think Plumley gets traded. Um I mean, as we know, we can't count out the Nuggets at this point, can we? No, no. That's what's happened every series so far, and we've seen how that's worked out. But I, I think, think Lakers in six, if it even goes that far. Um, I think everyone's been a bit harsh on the Nuggets. Um, so we got another tweet, and it was seven replies on this. I didn't even realise um, someone's asked if if Drew if Drew were uh, is Drew Bree Drew Brees washed on our Twitter? Hmm. Is Drew Brees washed? No, he's not. I don't think. Um, Nuggets success. I think that's by your brother. Um, Nuggets Nuggets success. Um, what is successful for them in this series? Do you think? Um, I mean. Pushing the Lakers to a game seven would be really impressive. Even if they don't win, I think that's really impressive, especially considering they start down too well. Um, so, oh, I think I watch inside the NBA more than you do. I never watch, so yes. So Charles Barkley and Shaq came out and said the other day um, that this team is never winning a championship, which is a little bit funny because the other day I tweeted that Nikola Jokic is going to win MVP next year. Oh, that's wrong. You two need to show some respect to Nikola Jokic. Um, but do you ever see his team win the championship? The no. core's there. The core's there. Let's be honest, okay? The core is there. Jamal Murray is going to be an all-star next year, and him I and see, Nikola Jokic have proved they can do it under pressure. I see in a week, Western, or a year in which there is a... Average Western Conference. So maybe the year after next. And a weak Eastern Conference. And their guys develop, and Michael Porter Jr. is all that I want him to be. Yes, I can see them winning a championship together. I think the biggest problem they've got on that on that team is Michael Porter Jr.'s defense. Do you not agree? Yeah, yeah. His defense... He's so good offensively that you can't leave him out. You you can't restrict him to terrible minutes. But then when he does come out, he he just gets targeted and he looks so helpless every time. And I think I mention this every week, but it's just so I feel so bad for him because he's got everything in his game except defense. Defense you can learn though. <laughs> Elite defense though, I don't think so, but um in the right system, yeah. I think you can be at least a positive defensive impact if you really put your mind to it and play in the right system. Um, Paul Pierce to Michael Porter Jr. Uh, after after he said that the ball needs to go around more, he said, stay in your lane. And that's ironic because after that, they started doing that and they started winning. Oh, no. I can hear Paul Pierce, sorry. Um, Lakers. 
Lakers, Lakers. How impressive have they been in this series? The Lakers? Yeah. Oh. The Lakers and the man himself, Anthony Davis, have been so impressive. Yeah. Let's get this right. This is not LeBron's team anymore. Well, it is. It, but, yeah. But last game was Anthony Davis's game. Anthony Davis is the focal point of the offense now. I think it was, what, 13 points in the stretch of six minutes? Yeah, it was ridiculous. It was absolutely ridiculous. Um, people have been kind of been hating. Should we say hating on LeBron James? What? It's unnecessary to hate on LeBron James. He only he did only get fifteen points, and but he got twelve assists in the first game, twenty six, and four. And 11 rebounds in game two. Just let LeBron um, live his life, bro. Just let him play basketball. If the Lakers are winning, that's the end of the story. The Lakers aren't... Okay. I know you've got him as your GOAT this year, but um, if he wins this year, but... I don't. He's already, he's already your GOAT, isn't he? LeBron James? Yeah. No. Oh, it's MJ? Yeah. It's MJ by a landslide for me. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we're both MJ. So, Cameron, you're not here. So, <laughs> So the Bike Board podcast officially ranks Michael Jordan as their GOAT. Can we agree on that? I mean, either way, even if he was here, it's two to three. So he, but he's not here to argue. Two to one, two to one, two to one. We get the win, don't we? Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's been a pretty interesting series so far, hasn't it? Certainly. Um, who's you got to watch? Who's you got tonight? Um, Lakers, I think. I think it's Lakers. Yeah. Um, well, we've got some other questions. Okay, so I'm just going to go through some tweets and we're going to quickly talk about them before we get on to the, uh, the Boston-Miami series. Okay, so from hoodie, under- hoodie underscore Chase, we've got finals predictions. Um, do you want to do that one after? Uh, we can do that one now. Okay, I've got Miami and Lakers. As much as I would... I want it to be the Nuggets. I would so love for it to to see a good old Lakers-Celtics finals. That would be fantastic, wouldn't it? It'd be like living in the 70s and 80s. I think it will be Lakers heat, although that doesn't mean I'm not rooting for the Celtics because... At this point in the season, Celtics are my favorite team left. So, oh, but Boston fans are unbearable. Yeah, but Boston, the city is nice aside from all the racism. Um, from Konsu Two K. Yeah, Nugget success. I assume he means this season. We both said pushing it to seven games. Yeah. Um, from our very own Cameron. He said he wants us to talk about Jimmy Butler. So we'll do that in a minute. Again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he loves him. He's loved, he loves him. He's been texting me about him this week. He, he, I've never seen him love a player more. I think he's more depression. Um, Jaguars future. They've probably got a bright future. I don't really know. You? I uh, No clue. Uh, is Drew Brees washed? No clue. <laughs> no clue either. I don't think he's washed. I think uh, yeah, I don't think so. For me, he's the top three quarterback of maybe of all time. Top four. He 
He just needs to get a ring. He hasn't got a ring yet, has he? Yeah. He really... Uh, ring count. Oh! Over the Indiana Colts. Um, I think he's got one ring. Yeah, he's got pitch at least one. So, yeah. If he wins one more, he's uh, he's up there for me. Um, you know who... You know who I think is going to win comeback player of the year, though. Who? Cam Cam Newton. Oh, don't don't. He's been great, hasn't he? Yeah, he has been fantastic. Yeah. Um. I've. Where was he? Was he? Where was he playing last year? Carolina. Panthers. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he has actually been fantastic. Uh, I was very surprised when they replaced uh, Tom Brady with Cam Newton, but. I mean, it wasn't their choice. Um, no, it wasn't their choice, but they they got they actually got it right, especially considering he's making yeah. what a million a year. He's fifty nine, uh, fifty nine pass completion rate. I think. Oh no, sorry, uh, sixty eight point two against Seattle and seventy eight point nine against Miami. That's, Is that Miami? That's insane. Yeah, that's great. Um. Uh, and we've got uh, Seahawks. Is Russell winning the MVP? Um, for me, I've got him winning the MVP right now. Yeah. I say if the season were to end right now, probably. Yeah. So annoying. I I I picked. It, I had a in my fantasy team, which I'm 2-0 on from, by the way. 2-0. Who wants to smoke? Um, I had the choice between Russell and Mahomes, and I went for Mahomes. But he's been fantastic. And this is one of the most interesting ones that we've got. The future of... What is the future of Chris Middleton if Giannis leaves? This is quite a good question. It is. It, this is from Packers World. So bad, bad team for lottery, high lottery, bad team. That's all I know. Or what about the Packers or no the Bucks? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, have they got any picks left? I don't even know. Okay, so um, all right, I'm gonna see. So, so I'll ask you first, and I'll quickly look at some stuff because this question came in while we've been recording, so I didn't get to prepare for this one. Um, what do you think of? Bucks, me- very mediocre team. Chris Middleton, same numbers as this year, but maybe a little bit more inflated because they'll be getting more minutes. So Chris think, Middleton's contract, by the way, is $30.6 million. Um, I don't... I think he'll make the all-star bench. What, if he... I don't think he'll be the emergent guy, though. I don't think he has... I don't think he'll be, like, a superstar, if that's what they're asking. No, I don't think he'll be a superstar. Um, I'm just going to get his stats up. Stats... Um, he has averaged this year 20.9, um, 49.7% shooting, 41.5 from three, 6.2 rebounds, and 4.3 assists. 
Um, he nearly finished, was it 40, 40, uh, 50, 40, 90? Yes. Like, yeah. what? It was like half a percentage off. Point three of a percent. No, it's point three percent from a field goal. Yeah, that's that's gotta suck. Um, it was too close to being one of the five five players in the fifty forty ninety club. Three I players. I'll, I'll check now. Um, do you think they can make a playoffs with just him? No, not at all. Unless they have a perfect complementary team. Larry Birds. What about him? Larry Bird. Um, I'm the 50 oh, I, I saw on your Twitter, by the way, you said Kevin Durant greater than Larry Bird. Oh, yes. Uh, Steve Nash. No, 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 no. Hear me out. Um, I hate Kevin Durant, as you know, because I'm a Oklahoma yeah. City Thunder fan. But you I can't, love you can't, you can't deny his greatness. He's, in Greatest my opinion, scorer. you go first. I want to hear what you I, say. Greatest scorer of all time, above yeah. average in everything else. Um, I'd say borderline top 10. Larry Bird is a bona fide, like, 7 to 9 guy. It may be even higher. I could even see someone putting him 5 to, nine, five to 8. He's, um, he's that, he was that great. I would... He's in the 50 40 90 club, so he's great. He averaged 51% from the field, 42 from free, and 91 from the free throw line. Um, I don't know what it is about him, but something I think it's everything that goes on around him as well. And he still manages to, because don't get me wrong, he's been the best player in the league. And this, okay, let's not have it straight. This decade, yeah? This One. decade. 11 to 20, yeah? So 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. That's 10 years, yeah? Sure. He's been the greatest player of this decade. Kevin Durant? Kevin Durant, yeah. What has he won? Two rings? People say they're empty. People say they're empty, but they're not. They're rings. They're not empty. No, yeah. Um, he took. I, I can certainly see the argument, but I, I don't. Think to, I think by the end of his career, he has a very strong possibility. If you don't consider LeBron James a small forward, a true small forward, Kevin Durant will be the greatest small forward ever. Um, what do you say if he um, gets more rings to LeBron? LeBron's still greater. Yeah, but if he's got more rings than LeBron, he's got to be top 10 player from time. Oh, he's, been better, he's been better than LeBron for the majority of Kevin Durant's career. I could even put him at four. If he gets more, if he gets four rings, if LeBron wins this year, then that would mean five rings. If Kevin Durant gets five rings, top three, be over Kareem. Kevin Durant has five rings over Kareem. Yeah, right. This is weird. We're agreeing on something. Um, yeah, but I, I just, I just like to, uh, I just, I hate him so much. I hate him, but he's so good. He's just one of those players that makes football, basketball look so effortless. Um, by the way, the 90, uh, 50, 40, 90 club is Larry Bird twice, Mark Price, 
Reggie Miller, Steve Nash, Dirk, Steve Nash, Steve Nash, Steve Nash, KD, Steph Curry, and Malcolm Brogdon. Did you know that? Yeah. Malcolm Brogdon's in the... He's so good. Malcolm Brogdon, so underrated, so incredible for the... Yeah, he's great. I'd love him. Anyway, Chris Middleton. Why would the Bucks let him go? What, Chris Middleton? No, um, Malcolm Brogdon. Oh, no, that was their biggest mistake. Um, that was this offseason. Seems like ages ago. Um, it does, but it was only a year ago. Yeah, so uh, Malcolm Brogdon. Ah, Chris Middleton. Yeah. Chris Middleton. Where, could... where, where, where do... Sorry. Uh, where do the books go if they trade Giannis? Because I don't think they can trade Chris because Chris's contract if is wild. Giannis or if Giannis leaves? Huh? If they trade Giannis or if Giannis leaves? If Giannis leaves. They can't trade Chris because his contract is... Uh, let me check when he is a free agent first because that could change things. Um, but if he's not a free agent, then um, they can't trade him because he's on a 30 million contract. Uh, you just have to deal with it and build around him or just full-on tank and then wait until Chris Middleton's a free agent. So, books agree five-year uh, million uh, million dollar uh, hundred and why oh, this page is terrible 178 million dollar deal with Chris Middleton and that was in July last year so if Giannis leaves this year or next year it's at least three years left they've got of him and they can't trade him because his contract's just going to be getting higher isn't it yeah um, let me just check how much he's guaranteed I mean um, fortunately for the Bucks. If Giannis does leave, I'm pretty sure they have their picks. These new draft classes are like some of the most stacked ones, apparently supposed to be of all time. So, you know. Are they? Yeah. They could build an insane team. Uh, Miami books contracts, okay? So, oh my God, they've got high payroll. Chris Middleton is guaranteed $33 million next year, $35 million next year, $37 million next year, uh, 2022-23, and 23-24, million. Um, he's on more than Giannis. That's crazy. A lot but, of players. Tobias Harris and Al Horford are both on more than Giannis. Yeah, there's a lot of speculation going around at the minute that Funder are going to accept a trade deal for... Al Horford for Chris Paul, and I'm a bit worried. That's um, so dumb. Why would you do that? You already have one weird center dude. Adams. Yeah. Oh. So yeah. That so you're already paying too much money. So. So Middleton. Another one. Middleton. We're talking about Middle, Middleton. Middleton. Yeah. Um. So you expect him to stay, and him to try and lead the books. Yeah. Really. Yeah. What do you expect from that then? Do you think they make the playoffs? No. Oh, are you going to expand on that? Not really. I think <laughs> Chris Middleton does what he's doing now, but without Giannis, and the Bucks maybe make the eighth seed if they're lucky. What if he wins an MVP there? Giannis or Chris Middleton? Chris Middleton. He's not winning MVP. Okay. Um, yeah, so... I, I think we both expect him to stay there. Nothing special to happen. I think his numbers increase slightly, but 
Packers world. Thanks for that. Um, they've got they've got decent draft picks. I think. Um, I can't even be bothered to check that, but it's not it's not, not going to be anything special, is it, James? No, I don't. I don't think he'll be emergent. All right, now let's talk about one of the best series of all time. That's how uh, how how much I've been enjoying this. Um, Miami Heat versus Boston Celtics. So they play again on Thursday. Much needed break for. Uh, much needed break for the Heat after last game. Um, Did we talk about game one? I don't even remember. I I think we did. We did. We did. We definitely did. Oh, yeah, because I said... Where the Butler thing came from. Hey, yeah, okay. I'm going to say the same thing I've already said. He needs to get to the line more. He's the best in the league, in my opinion, right now, drawing fouls. And he needs to get to the line more. Um, I've got on this so you're gonna have to okay fill time I'll say it again yeah oh yeah. I thought you were gonna ask me to fill time while you got them no no they're here so I've literally written what the heat heat needs to do is to get to the line more um Jimmy's one of the best out in the league if not the best and if they hope to win this series they need to trust Jimmy to get to the line he really needs to get to the line also the two free foot uh to, the two free zonal defense did not do anything for this for the uh, for the heat in this game. Did you watch it? Um, bits and pieces. They looked a bit lost at times, defensively, uh, in my opinion. Haywood is back. Um, what do you think of that? Big? Did, oh, I saw those memes where it looks like he played with Bill Russell. What? From his. Have you seen, if you look at those pictures of Hayward in black and white, it looks like he played with Bill Russell's Celtics. He he does not look like he's from 2020. Hayward, Bill Russell, meme. Um, so what do you actually think of him being back? He's he's fine. He's fine. That I He's meh. He'll be good for the Celtics if he can play well. Which can be said for anyone, so you know. There's that. Um, but Utah Jazz Hayward was really good, and if the the Celtics can get, I'd say seventy percent of that in this series, that would be a major boost. I think it's important because I've written here um, as good as Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart have been from three in the playoffs. I don't think they can rely on them rely on them to be their three point shooters consistently for a series. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I and I think, and that's why I think Haywood is so important because he's consistently, um, I think consistently a great, a great three-point shooter. I'm just going to quickly check. But um, yeah, I think, I think that's very important. Um, I think their defense has been as good as usual, if not a little bit better in game three. Um he shoots thirty six percent from the field for his career, thirty eight percent this year. So he's a consistent three point shooter. Um, do you concur? I um, do. But I really want to talk about Kemba. 
Kemba, Kemba, Kemba Walker. Kemba Walker is great, any? Fantastic. Top 21, 23, 19. Yeah. Um, I'd have him seventh, maybe. But um, yeah, he's fantastic. I love him. Um, is Kemba Walker better than Kyrie? Celtics have been more no. efficient on both ends with Kemba Walker. The difference because has been certain. Kemba Walker isn't. Kemba Walker isn't a Kyrie Irving type of player. Kyrie Irving needs to. Kyrie he Irving did. can't play alongside. Oh, he gets way too much hate. He calls out his teammates a little bit too much in public. Yeah. Um, no, he needs to work on that part. That's that's not something you should do. Yeah, obviously, and I think that will change a little bit with Nash. Um, oh, for sure. Nash will be a great coach for Kyrie. So, did you hear about the fight? What fight? The Celtics fight. Oh, the one where they all have the one where they had an argument on the sideline. Okay, so reportedly, this is what happened. Um, Anyone with an earshot at the Celtics locker room at the Advent Health Arena after the first day's like 100-601 game loss heard it loud and clear as Smart was audibly screaming amid other voices in a heated exchange. I can't see. I need to quickly get my glasses. And I've got them. Um, Marcus Smart, this is what was happening at the time. Marcus Smart is screaming in the Celtics locker room and there is a bunch of arguing going on. Smart comes out, comes out and, say, and says, yo, on this bull... Y'all, can you say y'all on that bullshit in the American accent? No. <coughs> Why? I don't. I don't feel like it. Well, just, just say it in your accent. Y'all on that bullshit. Jalen Brown is from Texas. <laughs> That's so much now. better than what I would have done. <laughs> um, the team is imploding. Smart is in the bathroom and they're still screaming, coming through the locker room. Um. That's just sports stuff. That's just what happens when you're on a team and you're passionate about the game. It didn't stop oh, after Smart exited the locker room and headed for a nearby bathroom. Smart exited the building without speaking to the media, leaving Celtics, Brad, uh, Celtics coach Brad Stevens and teammates Brown, Tatum and Kemba Walker to answer questions about what had gone on. Walker claimed he knew nothing about it. Tatum downplayed what went on. Um, Tatum said, I don't know what was said. We're frustrated, but that's sports teams. You're not supposed to be happy. We're down 0-2. Nothing going on there. Cool. Got to get ready for the next one. Deems admitted. Guys were emotional. Hard game and a hard loss. Brown, however, acknowledged the venting that went on in the post-game locker room was intense. He said, at the end of the day, the emotions are going... Uh, at the end of the day, emotions are going to fly. Obviously, we wanted to win this game. And we've got, yeah, to get ready. Think... we've got to get ready for game three. You, this is how it is. Now, you, this is how it goes. In families, there's ups, there's downs, there's fights and emotions. But that's exactly what we are, a family. And you know we're going to hold each other accountable and we've got to do it. What it we've got to do what it takes to come out and execute the next game. Uh, Brown also added, um, when asked if... What need? What was? What happened was needed. Brown agreed and acknowledged that a good Heat team is forcing the Celtics in all sorts of uncomfortable situations um, through the course of the first two games. I think so. He said a lot of people are passionate, emotional. I'm one of those people, so I recognise that. 
it as that. I recognise it as emotions and passions, and I don't recognise it as nothing else. How the media might see it or whatever, that's all. That's all it is. That that's all it is. Passion just being expressed. We got to express for forty-eight minutes. Period. What do you take from that, James? Okay, so first of all, Kyrie Irving needs to hire whoever does the Celtics media training. Oh, he's they're great, aren't they? That, 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 yeah, I, their media training is great. Second of all, yeah, that's just how sports team works. Yeah. You just get emotional, especially when it's you know the conference finals and you're down 0-2. That's never fun. I just, I just mm-hmm. want to point out, I did steal that from NBA.com, by the way, so... He's their yeah, official it, source. It does take a lot out of you, I'm certain. I think it how I think it kind of I think being in the bubble contributes to that too as well. They've not they've only just started seeing their family. Um they've been away from home for nearly three or four months now. Yeah. That's and, that's got away a lot on you. And and it's slowly becoming more and more empty. There's what, four teams left in the bubble now? So and that's soon gonna be only two teams, so it's a bit weird. Um, yeah, I don't think there's anything in this. I think, again, where when Gary Washburn said the team is imploding, I think that's a bit too much because, then again, they came out and won the next game. You won by nearly 10 points. Um, so, yeah, they won 117-106. So, I think we're just looking into this a bit too much um, as NBA fans. Do you agree with that? Yeah. Okay, yeah. And also, just speaking on the series really quickly. Yeah. Next game is a must win for Boston. I think it's a must win for Miami as well. Oh, yeah. It's a must win for both teams because if Miami doesn't win, I would say Celtics have 50 50 chance at winning. Um, yeah, I agree. Um, I think the Heat will grind out just because Jimmy Butler is currently. On on the way he's playing, do you remember when we called Dame the best player in the league at the start of the bubble because of the way he was playing? He was. I think that's what we can say for Jimmy Butler. His stats might not reflect that, but the way he is just on the floor, he has been running the floor to perfection. Uh, you can see that he's taken guys like Duncan Robinson and uh, Tyler Hero under his net, under his wing. Uh, Tyler Hero is just not a rookie, is he? Let's be honest. He's fantastic. He is, um, he is NBA ready beyond his years. Yeah. Um, it's like he's already in year four. Um, Jay Crowder, he's still hitting shots. Bam Adebayo, 27. Jimmy Butler, 17 points. He does need to get that that input up if he wants to do better. Tyler Hero, 22 points. My man. Um, Goran Dragic needs to get those dimes up a little bit more. Five assists. So there's a little bit going on here. Andre Iguodala only played seven minutes and didn't get any points. Uh, Iggy's going to be a big part if they do want to win the chip this year. I think with all that experience. I don't know if it's him on the floor or not, but he needs to play a big part in that. Um, I think he took Jimmy's minutes a little bit as well. I think he should be playing a little bit more than 37 minutes. Same goes for Adebayo and Jay Crowder. Uh, 37, 38 and 32. Um, I think they should all be playing over 40 minutes. Um, so that was in game three, by the way. Game two, this was a big one that obviously everything imploded on. 
Kemba Walker, 23 points. Marcus Smart, 14 points. 21 and 21 for Brown and Tatum. Um, Williams. Oh, that's not the right Williams. They've got more than one Williams. Um, but yeah, that's, that's it. Um, my friends have come in now, so I'm sorry if you can hear them in the background. Uh, anything you want to add about this series? <laughs> uh, I hear I hear that your friends in the background, but um, yeah, it's it's just really, truly, just a great series, and it's really fun to watch. And I really have nothing more to say than that. I really want Boston to win. I don't know how likely that is. Um, I think both teams are great teams, uh, and. Just making it here is such a huge accomplishment for both of them since this is the first time it's been uh, conference finals without any one or two seeds. So that's extremely notable. I think 2020 has been a wild year of basketball and these two series, these conference finals are a great way to wrap this season up. Yeah. Because if you had told me this would be the conference final and it was a, and it was going to be taking place in a bubble – due to a global pandemic last year in December, I would look at you like you are insane. Oh, this Miami team, I never expect them to be the way they are. I don't think anyone did except for Heat fans. I mean, Heat fans think everything's going to be the way they think. Heat fans are just Heat fans at the end of the day, and they? the word um, out of my mouth. <laughs> Heat fans think they're going to win a championship every year, even when they ain't got a superstar. Mm-hmm. Um... But yeah, um, it's going to be. I don't. Right now, I'm probably sixty-five, thirty-five on the Heat. But it's it depends, on that game. It's going to go. If they win, I'm going to go straight back up to ninety percent. If they lose, I just go down to fifty percent. Um, on the series, what what do you think about next game? I think next game. Again, it's a must-win situation. I think I pick Boston actually. I think yeah. they have good momentum from last game's near – was it double-digit lead? Uh, yeah, 11 points. Yeah, that's great momentum to build off of. I'm going to put in a group chat today, by the way. Um, I've got a diary now for the uh, Pickums. So, the date today is – oh, I got the wrong diary. I'll sort that out another time. I accidentally got a 19 to 20 academic year, and it ends in July. Yeah, it ends in July. That's no good. Um, but yeah, so you've got the. I'm. I'm. I'm just going to pick them again today. Uh, for, um, I'll put it in the group chat and we'll post that on our Twitter page. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this what we're doing now is because we've talked about everything that's happening in the uh, in the league this week, but we're still only an hour in, and we like to do long uh, episodes. So this is something we're. Doing in the future, me and Cameron have been talking about it, and even you. Sorry, we've been putting things that we want to talk about in the off season. Um, so I want to talk about one now, with just the two of us. Yeah. Um, should Kawhi Leonard have left Toronto? You know where I stand on this, which is absolutely not. He never should have left, but yeah. he 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 was gone anyway. No matter what, he was gone. When he was asked to be traded at, in San Antonio, he asked to be traded to LA. He wants to go. He wanted to go home. It was a 
pretty much guarantee that no matter what, it doesn't matter how successful he was or the Raptors were, he was going to L.A. after after the season was up. Okay, so... Um, should we go through the story of Kawhi Leonard? Go for it. Um... Kawhi Leonard is an NBA. No, I'm not, I'm not going to read the Wikipedia page. Um, <laughs> he was drafted in 2011-12 as the 15th overall pick, which is crazy. A, that draft was so deep by the Indiana Pacers, and was traded to the San Antonio Sports Spurs um, for Erzan Lorbeck, Davis Bertans. That's oh no, sorry, sorry, no. So, um, San Antonio picked up Kawhi Leonard, Urazam Lorbeck, Davis Bertans, and George Hill went to the Pacers. Um, and he was picked in for the raising for the rising stars challenge that year. Um, his first finals appearance was 2012 13. Um, and he he recorded 20 points and uh, – no, he – sorry. Um, I read that wrong, sorry. San Antonio Spurs got to the finals that year and they lost to the Miami Heat. Leonard averaged – Kawhi averaged 14.6 points per game, 11.1 rebounds. And run a seven-game seven series. series. Um, then we have in what was – sorry, his third year in the league. Third year. Um Kawhi Leonard scored a season-high 26 points. That's crazy that he was averaging 12.8 points per game, 6.2 rebounds and two assists. Um, and he was, and that was the first year he was named in the all-defense team, second, uh, second team. Um, the Spurs and the Miami Heat were in the finals that year. And I think we all remember what happened in that series. Do you? Yeah. Spurs won four one, and a twenty two twenty two year old won the MVP for the finals. Two thousand fourteen fifteen, Defense Player of the Year. Two thousand fifteen sixteen, All Star selection. Two thousand sixteen seventeen, second. Uh, it was his second All NBA first team selection. Um. And then 2017-18 happened. This was the big year for him, wasn't it? Yeah. This is when the Spurs kind of fucked up his injury. And he missed 27 games. First 27 games. With quadriceps, with a quadriceps injury. Played his first game on December 12th against the Mavs. Um, can you hear them? Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, he returned, and again he missed three games. Then the Nuggets. Um, and then it all went a bit weird because he claimed it was the San Antonio Spurs medical team's fault for 
for the injury taking so long to heal properly. And other players in the past have come uh, have come out since then. I think Tony Parker was one of them. He's also said the medical team wasn't great. So um, he asked to be traded. He did. Demanded a trade away from San Antonio to LA, which he did not get. We forgot to talk. I've also forgot to mention the Spurs held a. Uh, the Spurs did a players only meeting, didn't they? I believe and, so. And they didn't want him to play. Want him to play again, did they? So obviously that happened. He got injured by Zaza Pachulia as well. What was that? 2017-18. Or was that 2016-17? He did get injured uh, by Zaza Pachulia. I think that might have been 17-18. Yeah, in the, fi- in the conference finals. Um, Zaza Pachulia landed on his foot. And that was when the problem started with his, uh, with his ankle. Uh, and then he got traded to the Toronto Raptors. Um, you want to talk about this season because it was such a fantastic year for the NBA, wasn't it? Yeah. So, what were your reactions when he first got traded to the NBA uh, to to the Toronto Raptors for DeMar DeRozan? It was you know, it's crazy at the time. I thought that was a bad trade for the Raptors. <laughs> it was just shock to see DeMar being separated from his brother like that. Oh yeah, because we all, we just for young NBA fans like this anyway. The old fans had the teams of Bosch, uh, Vince Carter. Bosch is the greatest Raptor of all time, by the way. Say again. Bosch is the greatest Raptor of all time, by the Rockets. way. I don't know what anyone says. Rockets. I said Raptor. Oh, oh, um, no, that's Kyle Lowry. But um, but yeah, but to, to to our generation, at the very least, Raptors was always Demar Derozan and Kyle Lowry, wasn't it? Uh, indeed, it was. So, my main thing was, oh my God, DeMar DeRozan's leaving uh, Raptors. But, and it was a gamble as well, wasn't it? Because he only had one year left on his contract. Yeah. They had and, to pray that he would stay. Or that it would actually work. Because if it didn't, they just traded away their second best player for a nothing season. Yeah. Um. And surprisingly, they well, not surprisingly they didn't get well, surprisingly they got to um, they got to the playoffs, which wasn't surprising. We always expected that from the Raptors, especially with Kawhi. Um, they beat the Orlando Magic four two, I think it was four and two. That sounds right. And then the Raptors came up against Morky Books. Um. And what were they? Two one down. Uh, I think they were down. No, they were sorry, down two. Sorry, up. sorry, we forgot the semi-finals. We forgot the semi-finals. So they came up against Philadelphia seventy sixes. Yeah. Yes. Where's Cameron when you need him? Um, <laughs> um, and it went to a seven game. And if you don't remember it, I'm just gonna. How do you it. not remember it? I'm just going to quickly get up the audio because it's iconic at this point by Kevin Harland, greatest NBA commentator of all time, in my opinion. But um, how long was left? 
like what 1.5 was it seconds. 4.2 seconds I, I hope you can hear it in the background I can this was in my opinion but I remember watching this live I don't know if you do I get goosebumps watching this every single time and and the Raptors have got the best fans in the NBA in my opinion, they're great. But watching Raptors, this, yeah, they do this, have the best in the game. This sums up that trade for me perfectly. Four point two seconds. Listen to his commentary. It was fantastic, wasn't it? It was one of the greatest moments in NBA history. Yeah. And it sucks that I wasn't able to see it live. Um, fantastic. I just, I remember checking my phone, going on Twitter because to see who won. And I just saw so many pictures of crying Joel Embiid. Oh, yeah, and he got a lot of issues for that, but... They were undeserved. And I think if Philadelphia went to overtime, they'd have won that game, and they may have even gone on to win the championship that year. I mean, the Warriors were still the Warriors. Yeah, but they they would have been the same Warriors that they were against the Raptors, and they weren't the original Warriors, were they? They were injured Warriors. No, they weren't the Golden State Warriors, but they they were still... They um, were still a competent finals competitor. And then they came up against the Milwaukee Bucks. And I think that was... I can't remember what that series score was. Um, I've lost my Wikipedia page now where I'm reading about Kawhi Leonard. Um, yeah, they came up against the Warriors. Uh, they took a 3-2 lead. And then... Put them in the NBA Finals the first time. We've got 27 points, 17 rebounds to lead the Raptors to the NBA Finals for the first time in their history. With 100, 194 victory. He dunked on Yanis Atatakumpu that game. Dunked. And not just, and that wasn't even his most impressive thing he did against Giannis because he shut him down for the entire game, entire series even. Yeah, that was when he became... Because let's be honest, we always thought he was an elite defender, didn't we? Yeah, but that is when Kawhi Leonard... Became the most cons- the, the best de- defensive player in the league. In my opinion, I think, I think defensive player is a little bit like... Is it like... Um, like MVP, it doesn't mean you're the best defensive player in the league, and I think that's the same with Kawhi Leonard. Um, people say he hides behind his defense a lot, but you can hide behind your defense when your defense is that good. Um, but the most iconic moment from that Raptor season was this. He is a fun guy. Have you seen the video of his laugh synced with uh, the shot? 
No, have you heard the Kawhi laugh uh, when they made it into the TNT entrance? Was it NBC? No, I haven't. Or was it NBC? Listen to this. I don't even know where you're sitting at. (laughs) (laughs) That's incredible. MVP song. Uh, sorry, not uh, TNT. So yeah, um, he, he, he um, should we go through all of those finals games? Do you remember watching any of the finals last year? Um, I didn't watch. Um, was it six games or five games? It was six. I didn't watch all six. Uh, 2019 in the NBA. Um. It was obviously the Golden State Warriors against the Toronto Raptors. It was a bit surprising, obviously, because straight off, the Raptors took a win. Game one, 118 to 119. Big lead in the NBA Finals. Kawhi Leonard, 23 points. Pascal Siakam, 32 points. Mark Gasol, 20 points. Kyle Lowry was seven. But those big players, Fred Van Vliet, that was Fred Van Vliet's breakout series, wasn't it? That was the bloody eye game, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, 15 points. And he shut down Steph in that series. Uh, Danny Green with 11 points. Uh, they just had a really good team in that. Um Lynn played Lynn Sanity. You didn't, didn't even realize he played like one minute in the whole finals. Wait, you know what I was thinking? Um, would you consider Fred Van Vliet a top uh, top ten point guard in this league? Yeah, I can't think of many of a. I can't think of ten point guards that are better than him. So then that means that there are, the Toronto Raptors have twenty percent of the top ten best point guards in the league on their team. That's crazy. That's crazy. Um, they uh, then they lost 109-104, and it looked like the Warriors were going to take a demanded lead. 123-109 in game three for the Raptors. Yeah, they that is... a 13-point lead, a 13-point win. That is win. such a blowout for a finals game. And you never guess what? Game four, the Raptors won again by 13 points. And... It was the Kawhi and Pascal show, if I remember rightly. Yeah, it they was. were fantastic. Uh, that was Pascal Siakam's breakout season as well. Thirty points for Kawhi, eighteen for Pascal. Um, That's again, when I really started to love Pascal. Yeah, thirty-six points for Kawhi, nineteen for Pascal again, um, and then. Obviously, KD was injured that game, uh, game four. Um, and then game five, I think that was when Clay Thompson was that when Clay Thompson went down? Yeah, Clay Clay Thompson went down. down. Game four or five, it was game five. Um, and he went up and still took the free throws, didn't he? And he finished with 26 points that game. They won by one point, uh, the, the uh, the Warriors, and then obviously. Um, game seven, Kawhi took those free throws, um, to win, to win the game for them, basically. Um, we're sitting at 0.9 seconds left. Technical free throw. 
So there's 0 0.9 seconds left. And it's 112, 110. And he gets a buzzer beater to win it by another two points. You know, Cameron's going to hate this episode. Why? Because we talked about the Sixers buzzer beater. Oh, should we listen to that again? Because it's so fantastic. <laughs> um, Why not? Yeah, so, we'll go for it again. Here we go. This one's for you, Cam. Yeah, if Cameron, if you're listening out there, this is going to be about 75 minutes, I think. He's never going to let us do this again. Yeah? Just listen to this beautiful commentary from Kevin Harley. Mark Gasol inbounding. Kawhi Leonard. He's at the wing. He's at the corner. So he took those three throws. And Toronto Raptors are your 2019 NBA champions. From there, we go into free agency. Uh, what were your thoughts during free agency last year? Kawhi's going to leave the Raptors. He shouldn't, but he's going to. Um, it, was, it was just wild. I was hoping Minnesota got someone, but that didn't happen. I was really hoping for D'Lo, and then when I saw Cat on his story put out the deloading logo, I was like, there's no way. Did we get him? And then in the next hour, it said the Woj bomb that set, that sent D-Lo to... Um, Mini. Uh, no, D-Lo to San Francisco. Uh -huh. And um, I was so disappointed because I had gotten baited by Cat. And I'm guessing Cat had gotten baited by D-Lo. Because D'Lo said his plan was literally to sign with Minnesota. And then his agent said, called and said, the Nets signed and traded you to, um, to the Warriors. So, obviously, free agency happened. He sat down with the Raptors. They offered him 190 million max. But Kawhi instead shows a three-year, $103 million contract with the Los Angeles Lakers, uh, Los Angeles Clippers, sorry. And I think that third year is a player's option. Um, were you not surprised that it was the Clippers? Uh, I knew it. I, I had zero doubt in my mind that it would be the Clippers because I knew it wouldn't be the Lakers and I knew it was going to LA. Although, you know what's scary to think about? Yeah. Apparently, Kawhi was so serious about um, going to LA that he's that if um, if Paul George didn't get his way onto the Clippers roster, he really would have gone to play in LA. Hey, why? Yeah, like you, he would have stayed. He would have stayed at Raptors. Oh, think he would have gone to the Lakers. Oh. Um, he said. That I always, he I, was, I always thought it was, it was um, if it wasn't for Paul George, he would have stayed at the Raptors. No, it was going to be him and the Lakers. It would have been him, LeBron, and AD. Hmm, that would have been impossible. But um, okay, so this That's was a little bit sad for me. This free agency as well, obviously, because this 
this was the start of the end of my team. As I, as I thought at the time, it was the end of the thunder. Um, I woke up one morning, it said, Kawhi signed with the Clippers. An hour after that, it said, oh, Paul George has signed, uh, has been traded to the LA Clippers. I was a bit surprised, obviously. But what can you do? Um, and then you saw Russ got traded. Well, we, I always knew that was going to happen after Paul George. I just, just couldn't, I, I love Russ, but I couldn't watch him do what he did in 2016 again. Um, even if he did win MVP. Um, so what happened this year that went so wrong for Kawhi? And why should he have stayed at the Raptors? I mean, the the Clippers' offensive scheme is the main reason why they lost. It was way too simple and easily countered. Do you think, um, that's, um, Brad's, do you think that's Doc Rivers' fault? Yes. Hey, would you like to expand on that? Well, I think Doc Rivers can still end up helping lead the the Clippers to a championship, but I think for that to be the case, Clippers need a true playmaker. And that is the one thing they lack in my eyes. Their starting point point guard is Patrick Beverly. That's right, isn't it? Yes. Do you honestly expect to win a look at look at some of their starting point guards in the league right now? For Contenders. Patrick Beverly is not on the same level as Russell Westbrook, Kemper Walker, Rajon Rondo. Rajon Rondo, who's apparently amazing right now. Rajon Rondo is back to his Celtics form, and Dwight Howard is back to his Orlando form, and LeBron is back to his Heat form. It's wild over there at the Goran Dragic. Goran Dragic. Goran Dragic. Patrick Beverly. The Dragon. Um, so for me, my problem is he had a whole city in his hands. The whole city of Toronto loved him. And I don't think they mind that he left now after what happened to him this year. I don't think they mind anyway. There was an interview I watched in the finals last year. You can't where... be mad. He no. can deliver them a championship. No, yeah, that's true. Um, I, I watched an interview last year with Cole Lowry and... Kawhi Leonard, where they said, if you win a championship, are you going to be mad that mad if Kawhi decides not to? And he went, no. It's free agency. He's got to do what's best for him, his family. And if he delivers us a championship, he can do whatever he wants. And then he was just saying that they're brothers now. But Kyle Lowry is such a cool dude. I know, yeah. Um, but yeah, you can't. I can't understand why he thought he could. He should go to because if they. If they if they if he stayed in East this year, if he stayed at Raptors, they were a lot to go to the finals. Yes. And I think Nick Nurse is that coach like, to get the, the best cool. out of Kawhi. Kawhi Kawhi? Kawhi. So the Heat are cool, but they wouldn't be able to match up against the Raptors. With Kawhi. Because let's be honest, the Raptors because, like, are one huge... star away from being championship. Yeah. The if Heat they get that, yeah. If they get that right start, they've won the championship at the start of the season, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. The huge, the huge thing that is why Miami is so good is because of how good they are on defense and how physical and aggressive they are on the defensive end. And, but, and Nick Nurse is the best defensive coach in the league. But He's got about seventy thousand defenses drawn up. The Raptors, I would say, were the second team closest to that, and they didn't even have Kawhi this year. No, no, they didn't. No, and can you imagine if they had Kawhi? 
Kawhi should have won Defensive Player of the Year last year, in my opinion. But they gave it to Rudy Gobert. It was either Kawhi Leonard or Paul George. And you put them together and you think, well, this is perfect. What they've got here is they've got two of the best perimeter defenders, joined with already one of the best perimeter defending teams in the league. All they need to do is add a bit of interior defence. Maybe not even add interior defence. You can let your team have as many twos as you want. And if you're making threes, that's not a problem. But yeah, maybe they didn't add another interior defence. But you put them together, they're both great offensively. uh, Paul George has it had a... MVP year, it was last year he had his MVP year, that seems like so long ago, Kawhi Leonard was a finals MVP last year, he averaged something like 29, 30 points per game in the finals against, let's have it out, probably the greatest team of all time, that Golden State Warriors Yeah. yeah, and you think, well this is perfect, I thought it was perfect, I thought it was a better matchup than... LeBron and AD. And it's just so hard to explain what went so wrong because Doc Rivers isn't a bad coach. I know his record of 3-1 up says otherwise, but is it 3 or 4 he's lost now? But he's not a bad coach. He's not, no. He's one of the best in the league. And they have Ty Lue there as well. Ty Lue is also really good. Yeah, so something went wrong. And I don't think it can just be blamed on a coach. I don't think it can just be blamed on Kawhi Leonard. I don't think it can. I think a lot of it can be blamed on Paul George and how he disappeared in pretty much the entire playoffs. Um, Leonard and Kawhi disappeared a little bit, but I'm okay with that because of the way he dragged them through the Mavs and he dragged them through most of this series. Um, Montreal Harrell, terrible after he got announced as a sixth man. Lou Williams, he's just been awful since the ball started. Um, Patrick Beverly, offensively, he's average. He's a very, very average player offensively. Offensively, he's awful. Yeah. And I just. What can you. What do you. What, what do you. It seems such a good idea at the time, that team. What it still is. It's still a great, very well constructed roster, but it it needs to work in the postseason and for it to work in the postseason they need a very strong playmaker, not Patrick Beverly. And in Kawhi in, in in Toronto, Kawhi had that team. Fred Van Vliet, because Danny Green left, so there was they had no shooting guard. So Fred Van Vliet, that's perfect. So you've got a start of five. Fred Van Vliet. Uh Cole Lowry, Pascal Siakam, Kawhi Leonard, and Serge Ibaka or Marc Gasol, depending on which way you want to go. And how that fails. It's just beyond... How how he decided not to go there is beyond me. Say that again, James. It's a shame. I really think they could have repeated. And they could have free-peated even, mate. Free-peated. No, Um, because... Cap would get hard after this year. What, because of... Because they had to give the deal to Pascal and they have to give a deal to um, Fred Van Bleet and Sergi Baca and I think Marcus All too. And it's like most of the supporting cast is going to probably uh, shift around a bit after this season. So. After this year, for the Clippers, uh, Patrick... Patterson, Montreal Harrell, and Marcus Morris. 
three very important, well, two very important players in Patrick Patterson. Um, their contract, they're going to free agency. And after this year, I can't see them signing. And losing Montreal Harrell and Marcus Morris, that's massive. Yeah. Losing... losing and Reggie Montreal Jackson as well. So, losing, yeah, losing Montrezl Harrell would be horrendous for the Clippers. Yeah, so... I don't know what happens. Um, Lou Williams has only got one year left after... Has only got one year left... Um, Patrick Beverly has got two. Uh, Paul George and Kawhi, one year left, and that's a player option after that. Um, so they really the Clippers might have set themselves up for catastrophic failure, yeah. Um, as well, I just want to get something up quickly. Um, so obviously, we know Paul. George was traded. Um, and that Paul George trade included. Uh, let me just get it up. Um, sorry, um, people are putting up. I just looked, I searched the Paul George trade. People are putting up things like Paul George for. Paul George for. Paul George for. Uh, Joel Embiid, Carl Anthony Towns. Oh, gross. No. We'll, we'll keep Cat, thank you. Okay, um, so. The LA Clippers have acquired six-time All-Star Paul George from the Oklahoma City Thunder in exchange for guard Shai Gilgis-Alexander, forward Daniel Gallinari, and Clippers' first-round picks in 2022, 2024, and 2026, along with two first-round choices, 2022, uh, 2021 and 2023, via Miami, and OKC obtained the right right to swap first-round picks in 2023 and 2025. Robbery. Highway robbery. It just looks like such a... They really dropped the ball, didn't they, Clippers? Um, because we've got. Let's be honest; he's a future fourth all, all NBA first team in Shy Gilgis, maybe future MVP. Um, that's a, that's a little bit high of a bar to set on Shea, but sure. I think he's got it in him. I think he's definitely first All NBA team or All NBA at least. He's definitely an All NBA player. Yeah, he will future. be an All NBA player. Um, so yeah, um, it's crazy. We did uh, we did pretty well on the Kawhi Leonard story there. Yeah, that was pretty thorough coverage. Yeah, we should do. If you uh, want us to do again like that, uh, let us know. Um, yeah, make a make a Twitter. Uh, make this like our pin tweet. See what. Uh, See what stories people would like us to discuss. Because we, I didn't, we didn't really prepare for this, so it would be, it would be nice. Uh, it would be nice to get some off-season content. Yeah, because that is what we need. By the way, we've got free ratings on podcasts on Apple, uh, all of them five stars. So thank you for that. Um, thank you, mother and brother. No, and Brit and Cameron. No, 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 no. I'm joking. I'm not responsible for any of them. I was going to say, you can't be saying that. Um, so, yeah, um, 
This has been quite a good episode. Maybe we should just keep Cameron out of the podcast, James. No. Well, we'll see. <laughs> yes, to do the next one. Yeah, Cameron will be back next week. Uh, I think we're planning on recording just before the final start. Um, and at this rate, I think they're scheduled to start next weekend. Um, we'll do a big old uh, for Chase as well, um, who tweeted at us earlier. Um, by the way, oh, we've got more MVP predictions. Uh, someone's told us. Um, Giannis won it. Jar Morant Goat. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. MV, uh, Giannis won it. Unless you're talking about football. For me, I've got uh, Russell Wilson at the minute. You? Chase Young. Really? Chase Young MVP. Yeah, so we can't get a serious answer out of uh I do not know enough about football to to say anything else. But and if he's talking about next year, um because you're a Washington Wizards fan, Badly Bill. Oh yeah, Badly Bill. Rui um, Rui Hatchamara. Rui Hatchamara yeah. most improved. Yeah. Which I can um, actually see happening. Imagine if, um, how good was Bryant in the start of the bubble this year? Can you imagine if they have like a fully fleshed out that version of Thomas Bryant? Um, Can you hear the blender now? No. Oh, good. Okay. A fully fleshed out version of Tommy Bra- uh, Thomas Bryant developed Rui Hachimura. John Wall comes back and is 90% of his old self and Bradley Beal. Yeah. That would that would be a legitimate threat towards making it out of the East. They were so close not long ago, wasn't it? Well, I can't I can't believe it just all fell apart for them. It's just a bit deep, isn't it? It's a bit bad for them. They were so close. Um, so yeah, um, so yeah. If you, if you enjoy the story thing that we do, let us know. Give us a follow on Twitter. We're now twenty one followers. Um, oh, we're growing. Yeah, we are. We've actually got people that listen to us. Um, That's cool. Yeah. So, also, I just want to mention how are you find in iOS fourteen. Oh, um, I I need to spend a week just of straight graphic design to to get in to get custom every app icon, all of the widgets to match colors perfectly. It's going to be so much work. Do you want to do it for me as well? No. You can have my layout if you want ones yeah, that have... Yeah, yeah, that's good, that's good, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll if they're not Minnesota themes? I only think there will be... At most for Minnesota, it'll be Cat and D'Lo, and that's it. But yeah, um, it's been an interesting episode, long as usual. Um, this one's not going to drop right after like it usually does. Um, I've got stuff I've got to do tonight, so I'm going to edit it tomorrow morning. Uh, and get some pick'em started off. James, are you going to do a pick'em graphic now? Uh, I tried. I have no clue what it would look like. Just, because... We just want it to make look like an NBA uh, stand-ins. Mm. Oh, so it's just like what my score is? What your score is, what my score is, and who's top and who's bottom. Oh, all right. Yeah, I can... I can... When I get around to it, I will make that. Yeah, and just like, like if you want, just leave some like of the uh, the the way we've got our podcast designs in it as well. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Sorry, I'm just giving you instructions on what you've got to do right now. Uh, another hour and a half episode. So, we're getting good at this. Um, so, if you like, uh, liked, leave a comment and a rating below if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. If you're on Spotify, share it. Give us a shout out. Uh, thanks to people like Chase and everyone that replied for the season pack as well. Everyone that replied to our tweets earlier today. Uh, that's great. Um, we like feedback and we like people interacting with our tweets, don't we? We love that. Um, give me a follow on Twitter. It's taking three months. James? Um, existence. X-Y-S-T-E-N-Z. And give us a follow on Backboard Pod on Twitter. Thank you for listening. Uh, see you next week. Should have said goodbye, James. Oh, goodbye. <laughs>